Hello and welcome to the Grapeseed Official Podcast. Aaron is back, everyone. Hey, Aaron. Hello. In a recent email to Mail Carrier, Aaron told me about the recent Halloween party he held at his school. As I was reading through it, I thought, well, why don't we just have him on the pod to tell everyone? Many of you out there either have to organize or participate in special events at your school, and sometimes it can be hard to think of good ideas not only on what to do, but how to do it. So today, let's hear from Aaron both how this Halloween event went, but also his approach to other school events as well. So first, give us the general agenda for your Halloween event this year. Okay, um, so this was our, our first time to do uh, a Halloween event. Usually we do, we have done stuff uh, during lesson, just during lesson time, really short, um, but wanted to do something extra special this year. Um, so we planned it on a non-school non day, on the weekend. And we had two groups. We had a kindergarten group and an elementary group. Um, and each one was about two hours long. Um, so kindergarten, we had uh, an event going from one o'clock to three o'clock. And then the elementary group from four o'clock to six o'clock. Um, and just the quick agenda um, was just starting um, at the start time, sharp one o'clock, doing a very quick greeting to the students um, and doing pretty much just bare minimum um, explanation. So we have enough time for all the activities. Um, and this first activity was trick-or-treating. Um, we set up different tables throughout our playground that the kids would go to um, to do trick-or-treating, um, but with a little English flavor, uh, there would be an English question that they would have to answer um, at the, the table. So they'd answer that question. Um, they also had a stamp card to get a stamp from that table and then get some candy. We did that for, it was about 35, 40 minutes um, before calling them together. Um, and then about 145, 150, moved them up to the hall for our next set of activities. Um, we had different games and activities set up in our big hall. Um, some of them were just having fun. It was like throwing a, a ring onto a witch's hat, uh, shooting some monsters. Uh, we also gave them opportunity to uh, decorate their bags. Um, we had just these plain orange bags that we handed out to them. Um, so at the end, we could also they could draw jack-o'-lantern faces on it. Um, they could also exchange candy with either teachers or friends. Um, and of course, it's Halloween, so we had a haunted house as well. Um, and then our last 30 minutes, so we would do that until about 2.30. The last 30 minutes, we went back outside where we told the parents to come wait for us um, to pick them up at this time. Um, but we allowed them to stay at the kindergarten for about 30 minutes more to take pictures with their friends. Um, we had decorations everywhere. We had a photo booth set up um, and they can take friends with their, take pictures with their friends and also with the teachers. We we're around there um, and just have a, a fun atmosphere. Um, and then that would finish at three o'clock. We had an hour to set up, to clean up, set up um, for the next group at elementary. And then it was pretty much just the same thing. What does a a, hallo a haunted house for kindergarten students entail? <laughs> yeah, haunted house is maybe not the most accurate thing. It was maybe more close to a, a monster room. Um, I my my vision was to just go full out, wanted to make some uh, big cardboard walls, a maze, and have uh, some really fun with that. Um, but reality sets in. That would be a bit bit too much work. Um, so we did something simple. We uh, made a, a little, a small little house, um, and we had uh, one of the teachers um, just put a, a mask on. The room was really dark, and we we blocked out all the windows, so very little light came in. 
um, and the monster would ask them for something. We had some like fake fruit over um, on a ground nearby and the monster would say, give me a pumpkin. And they would have to give him the pumpkin and then the monster would give them a token, which they could exchange for some candy. Um, I, I saw it and it was, it was actually pretty scary. Um, the kindergarten students actually did better than the elementary students. Oh, interesting. Um, it was much darker during the uh, elementary time. Ah, there it is. There's the kicker. <laughs> <laughs> but beyond planning for monsters, when you started planning for this event in general, did you have any specific goals or targets or was it more just about having fun? Uh, yeah, so that's a really important um, thing we do plan about at the very start of our event is what what are our goals of the event. Um, that way we can better direct our choices when planning everything. And then when we do finish everything, we can have a better reflection, a more uh, focused uh, reflection about how how well did we do? How did we accomplish our goals? Um, and for this one, um, which we we like it, we think it's totally acceptable. And yeah, it was mostly for fun. Um, but I guess not just for fun. We also want really wanted to give them the feeling of an, an authentic Halloween event um, that we would we had been doing a little bit during lesson time, um, but we couldn't sacrifice that much lesson time and never got the feeling like this was like really like American Halloween. Um, when I think about my childhood, I think about you know, dressing up in a fun costume, exploring with my friends, getting lots and lots of candy, um, and just overall having a really fun time. Um, and wanted to give that experience um, to the kids. Um, so kind of those two things. It was about fun, but also giving that authentic Halloween feeling. Yeah, this isn't grape seed lesson time. So it doesn't necessarily all have to be about language acquisition 100%. We can also have fun and, and do some cultural exchange there too. So I'm glad that, yeah. that that was kind of the goal for the the Halloween event there. And yeah, definitely. And and just because that is the main goal, it doesn't mean that we're just ignoring English. Um, it still was our grape seed event. Um, and so we still wanted to, that's why we put in the English questions during um, trick-or-treating or the monster would speak English to them. Um, that's because it, it was still a grape seed event, but we weren't going to hold back some activities like just shooting monsters. There's not much uh, English into there, um, but we weren't going to scrap something just because it didn't fit. Oh, it's, this is all about English learning. Um, the main goal was about having just a fun Halloween time. So with the scale of this, how does the planning for something like this even start both in terms of how, but also when? Yeah. Um, so the, this just started like, going way back. It started just as an idea um, like last year uh, that the lessons, every time we do Halloween lessons, it's it's fun, but it's always me as a teacher, always yearning for a bit more. Um, so starting, which it's maybe a very small part, but very important part, just talking, talking with the uh, administration at the school um, that I've got this idea. I don't know exactly everything right now, but it's an idea. Um, can we can we talk a bit more, hash some things out, and potentially do this? Um, so the first step was just talking that out, um, getting a, a rough plan, a rough idea, enough to say that, yes, this is something we can do. Um, and we need to do that so far in advance because we make our yearly lesson schedule with all of our events um, at the beginning of the school year. 
Um, so we we did decide that, okay, this is a good enough idea. Um, we're going to put it on the schedule, and we decided that around February. Um, but we didn't do – that was like the first part. We didn't get into more planning until much later because um, we still had other events throughout the year that they came before this Halloween event. We had to plan for those. Um, and we didn't start um, the actual in-depth planning of this event until end of August, beginning of September. Um, and then that's when it started. We brought the idea to the rest of the team. Um, this is what we have in mind for this Halloween event. Um, what do we need to prepare? Um, who's what? What's going to be designated? Who's going to do what? And what are the deadlines to get all these things prepared? As you were going through that process, were there any unexpected hurdles along the way? And how did you overcome them? Yes, so many hurdles. Um, and I don't know if we ever really overcame anything, um, but we we dealt with hurdles when they came um, and we learned from them. That's also a very important part. Uh, one of the biggest thing was uh, when we went out to go get a lot of our candy, uh, we were going out, uh, planned to go out with my coworker to Costco uh, about the second week of October. And there was no more Halloween candy. They had already set up for Christmas at this time. Um, and we, we, it's still Costco, um, and we wanted international candy. We didn't just want, um, we, I, we're in Japan, um, and we didn't want to give them just Japanese candy and snacks. Um, we wanted to give them that international feeling. Um, but we, we could still get some of that, but it wasn't as much as we thought we could get. Um, and we, we did talk with a, a different coworker. Um, before that they went to Costco the previous week and they were telling us that, oh yeah, it was still, it was Halloween themed at Costco, um, that we just got there a bit too late. Um, and it seemed like pretty much everywhere we went, um, beginning of October, second week of October is uh, too late. That's too late to get Halloween stuff. Um, so we'll need to go um, next year much earlier. We're, we're thinking in September um, in order to get those things. Um, but we still get, we got what we could um, there was still some candy some snacks that we get we got um, ordered some stuff online that we could still get um so we did i guess you could say overcome it we had enough candy at the end that, that's good that's good it wouldn't be much of a halloween trick-or-treat party if there weren't any candy <laughs> that's right okay getting to the day of the event what was your own timeline for the day including setup and breakdown Okay, so yeah, it was a very long, long day. Um, we got lots of stuff prepared beforehand, a lot of the little things, and um, we, our event was on Sunday, so the Friday night after our lessons, we also did some planning, uh, some preparation, um, but we there was still some things we couldn't do until the day of. Um, primarily, a lot of the things that were um, going to be set up outside, decorations, the trick-or-treating tables, um, so we came in early on that day. The The first event, first group wasn't starting until one o'clock. We also had parent volunteers coming in at 1230. Um, so we wanted to finish everything by the time the volunteers got here. So we got there at 830 to start setting everything up, getting everything ready, ready to go. Um, parent volunteers arrived at 1230. We talked about what, what roles they have to do. Um, they're going to help us out with the trick-or-treating tables and the activities in the hall. Um, so just going over what they can do, practicing their English questions, um, and answering any questions they have. Um, the event starts. It went uh, 
towards the schedule. Um, finished the first one at three o'clock. Um, technically, we only had like 30 minutes to do a uh, setup for the next group because the next set of volunteers were coming in at 3.30. Um, do the same thing again. Talk with the volunteers. Event starts at four o'clock and then finish at six o'clock. Um, and then from six o'clock, needed to clean up pretty much everything um, because the next morning, kindergarten was as normal. Um, so we we really didn't have a cutoff time of when are we going to just go home and take care of this the next day. Um, we just needed to get it done. There was going to be kindergarten the next morning. So we had to clean up the entire hall. We needed to take down everything on the playground, um, things like that. So we ended up not finishing until a little bit after 11 o'clock on that day. Oh, man. And you were saying that this wasn't even like a normal school day, right? So you guys really put in the overtime oh. on that one. It was it was a very, very tiring day. Um, but we, we can see if it paid off. Yeah. So how did the event went? How did you feel that it went? Um, how did we feel? Uh, us as the teachers, um, we... Um, during during our cleanup, we did take a little bit of a, a dinner break. You know, had to do that. Um, we were able to discuss about how we felt, um, and we definitely felt there was a lot of good aspects about it. The students were um, they seemed to have a lot of fun. Um, one big thing, important thing, we didn't hear any complaints about the amount of candy they got, um, which that was a that was an aspect that we were really hyping up. We, we were. Weeks going up to the event, we we're telling them about how much candy they're going to be getting. So we didn't hear any complaints, which made us happy. And the the last 30 minutes of the event during picture time, um, that also really had a nice atmosphere. It, it seemed like that was a really good um, call, a really good choice to include that. But we also did feel, um, and I think this is especially as since we're the, the teachers, we're the ones planning the event. We also really saw the mistakes when they did um, show up. Um, that um, and it was mostly for our, our lack of planning and things like that. Um, there was some of the decorations that we didn't have enough time to put up. Um, that the parent volunteers, we did feel that it wasn't enough parent volunteers. Um, everyone seemed a bit overwhelmed uh, about doing everything. It was really busy. Um, and there was just a few like mishaps or miscommunications um, during the day. Um, and we didn't have enough like really staff or helpers to deal even with these little problems that um occurred um at one point some some cards that we written the names out ahead of time they got mishanded uh, out to different students um candy ran out at some stations faster than others and figuring out what to do with that um so we did feel like okay maybe it was a bit crazy maybe maybe they everyone felt that um, so that's kind of how we felt well, knowing you, you can be kind of a, a, a harsh critic on yourself and very <laughs> self-reflective. Um, how about Me? from the kids and the oh. parents? Yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> exactly. How about from the kids and the parents? What did you hear yeah. from that feedback? Um, so yeah, we were, because of, um, apparently I'm a, a little harsh on myself, a little scared about sending out a questionnaire afterwards and getting that feedback. Um, but our curiosity outweighed those fears and we sent one out um, asking uh, what was what was their thoughts? What were their feelings? Um, and I guess to our surprise, um, it was pretty much just all positive. It was, it was really, really awesome to see that, um, everyone seemed to have a really good time. Um, the only critical feedback I'd say we got, um, was from the volunteers and it was already something we had felt 
they also stated um, there wasn't enough help. <laughs> they wanted more volunteers there. Um, but they were also really nice about it. They they also stated that uh, that we were also really helpful for them. It wasn't anything bad on our part. It was just that um, it would have been nice to have uh, one more helper, maybe at a trick-or-treat station instead of one parent, two parents there helping out, um, things like that, uh, which we also felt we totally agree with it. Um, and they seem, they also wrote that, like, we think many parents would want to do this, that we didn't have to limit the number. Uh, it'd be a very popular thing to help out. Um, and then many parents wrote back that they had just so much fun, that the decorations and the, the feeling of the playground, like we had Halloween music playing on the playground as well, that it just had a really good atmosphere. It was really fun. Picture time was really fun. And their children were already saying, can't wait for next year. Definitely going to be going next year. Um, and even got some feedback that uh, a parent was saying that they want more events, um, that seeing her daughter go to this event, she had a lot of fun. And going home, that she was a lot more motivated and excited about learning English and going to grapesy class and that um, having more events like this throughout the year um, could really help that uh, just maintain it throughout the entire year. Well, that's really positive feedback to get, especially that last piece there. Oh, yeah. So going through, I'm sure you have like a million things on this list, but what are some of the top things that you would like to do differently for next year? Yeah, so um, everything, everything that we messed up on, um, there's many things I already brought them up. Um, getting the candy earlier. Um, we're gonna be going out uh mid September next time. Um, and having more um volunteers, recruiting uh, more parent volunteers. Um, we don't have many teachers at our school. Um, so it was only like three teachers uh of, that were at this event. They were helping out. Um, and then every all the other um uh, helpers were just parent volunteers. Um. But definitely needed more. So we'll be recruiting more of that next year. Uh, there's other things that we felt um, that we could make some tweaks to, make it a little bit better. Um, our system for handing out candy, it was a bit complicated. Um, we had it that um, during trick-or-treating, um, since it was a, a bit long, that they could go back to trick-or-treating tables. Um, but we wanted them to get lots of candy. Um, and some students might not be able to go there multiple times. Um, so we had it their first visit, they would get a lot of candy. And then next visit, they would just get a little bit of candy. Uh, but just keeping track of all of that um, was a bit complicated. Um, so maybe making something that a bit more simple would be good. Um, and we are also considering uh, just having one big group that we had it a kindergarten group and then an elementary group. One main reason we did that um, was this was not just our first time doing a Halloween event, it was our first time doing an event with kindergarten students. Um, all the other events we do throughout the year is just with our elementary students. Um, so we were unsure of how how kindergartens would do it and then how they also mix with elementary um, students. Uh, but we did feel just maybe next year, one big group. Um, having the two groups made an extra long day and there was extra rushing with in between. Um, and we also saw that there's many siblings as well. There's some siblings that are still in kindergarten, their older siblings in elementary, and the parents had had to bring them at two different times. Um, so just having one big group at one time for everyone might also not just make it easier on us, but make it easier on the parents as well. 
all really good points. See what all that, all that self-reflection from your grape seed classes <laughs> spilled over into this too. <laughs> so how does this event compare to your other parties or events you have at your school, both in terms of targets and goals and then just in process? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've got a few different events uh, at the year. Um, and yeah, each event we determine what is, what's the goal of this event um, before we start doing any of the, the planning um, and pre preparation for the event. And this one was one of our, I guess our, our fun one, our fun events. Um, if we want to make two big categories, we'll have, either fun events or we'll have more of English oriented events. Um, and this one, similar to something we do in summer, uh, we do a, a, a day camp. We go to a campground just for a day, no, no staying over. Um, and that one, um, the main part, the main goal of that one is also just to have fun. Um, there's still English in there. We talk in English, plan a couple of English activities, um, but it's mostly to have fun. Some other events we do, um like later on coming out we're take it um to a, a different facility um, if i can see the name of uh, tgg um that and they're going to do a lot of uh english oriented activities there um it's like english role playing and that one is more um english focused that the goal of that one um, we want it to be fun um not because fun is not the main goal we still want them to have fun um, but the main goal is for them to speak a lot more English for an event like that. And each one uh, takes a bit uh, different planning. Um, if we want it to be more English oriented, then the first question we ask whenever we plan something is, how does how does this add to their English education? Um, and then after we answer that one, then we can go down to, is this going to be enjoyable? Um, as to the opposite effect that if it's just the enjoyable one, um, we'll ask, okay, is this is this activity we're going to plan, is it enjoyable? Um, and then we'll ask the second question of, can we add any English to this activity? Gotcha. Other, other big differences, um, depending on the event, what we're doing um, is the amount of preparation we have to do. Um, this event, this Halloween event was at our school, um, our teachers and the volunteers that we had, um, but all the preparation and getting everything ready, creating the system, creating the activities, that was all on us. Um, so we spent a lot more time preparing um, for this event than we have in different events. Um, other events we do, but we might go somewhere else. Um, and especially the, the one coming up, um, going to TGG, um, that's pretty much just the other uh, company, that area that we're going to is taking care of the activities. So we still plan of like how to get there, um, what we're gonna be doing before we get there and things like that. Um, but it's a lot less planning than doing this event all by yourself. Sounds like it. I think from here, it's a good idea to just kind of back up a little bit and talk about this concept in general of doing events. So in your opinion, why do events at all? Yeah. Um, so I love doing events and I've, I've really pushed, um, my school to do do events and i'm always in, in trying to think of more events to do um and the, the main reason is um it's to just help the the students grow 
of their English ability um, and their English, I don't know what the good word is, English identity, English connection, um, that we spend a lot of time in the classroom with grapeseed, and it's great. Grapeseed's really well thought out curriculum. Um, but um, each school is different. And I mean, some schools might have a lot more English built into their normal curriculum. Um, but at my school, my own experience is besides grapeseed, the kids don't have anything outside of that. They're not going to be ex um, exposed to very much English outside of my classes when they're in kindergarten. Um, I'm there, but it's not that much. Um, and then once they go to elementary school, then that's pretty much no English outside of coming to grapeseed class, which we only do it three times a week, which is also not that much. Um, so want to be able to give more experiences, which it's not just the classroom, it's outside of the classroom. Um, and something I also really try to go for is giving something that is akin to a real world experience um, that they will, it, it mimics that how they would be if they were in America, you know, best case scenario, we could just all take a trip uh, to America or take a trip to Australia and get some real world English practice. Um, but that's, um, I think that's uh, outside of reality. Um, but next best thing is how can I mimic those activities um, here nearby our school um, in order to give them those experiences, um, one, to practice it, um, and then two, also to build their motivation, um, that if they have some fun, if they have positive um, feelings towards English, they're going to hopefully bring that back to the classroom. And like, oh, English can be fun. English can be uh, a really cool thing. And now that I'm feeling better about it, I'm going to do better. I'm do better in class. I'm going to try my best in class. I'm going to be more motivated in class. Um, and it could also be that when they get to see real world use, it now has value to them. Um, that are, we're in Japan. So learning English, they might, their kids, they might not see much value to learning English. Um, they use just Japanese their entire life outside of our grapeseed class. It's just all Japanese. Of course, their parents and their teachers are telling us English is important. You need English. Um, but it's really hard to actually understand that value. Uh, but if they can use English in a real world situation, then they can start to see that, oh, this is a tool. This isn't just something I'm learning in class, that this is something I can use. Um, and that that can also be a really good motivator. Great. Last question here. You mentioned at the beginning of your last answer there that you're very big on starting these events at your school. Now, I think a lot of other teachers out there might have their own ideas of things they want to do throughout a school year, but they might not really know how to go about it. So what's some advice you have for other teachers on how to start events at their schools? Yeah, so there there might be a lot of schools out there that you already have events, and that's great. You already have the system going on. Um, but there also might be schools uh, kind of like me when I was starting out at my school that you don't have any of those set up at the beginning. Um, and I think the most important thing is to uh, talk with um, your your staff, your administration staff, or your manager, um, whoever can help you get it done. If you have an idea, um, that just talking about it um, and figuring out 
how can you get started? And I think that's the most important thing. Um, when I got started at my school, um, it wasn't just me. Um, the other person helping out at the time was also very into trying to give them these more wor real world experiences. Um, so we could talk together and think about ideas. But we also just really started simple. Um, we started with just uh, our first event was just a movie day um, where we invited the kids to come over and watch a movie in English. Um, and I was there with them. I could ask some questions at the end, things like that. Um, and just start from there. Whenever you get an idea, talk it over, plan it out. It doesn't have to be the, the best idea. Um, it's our first time to do this Halloween event. And this was one of our biggest events we've ever done. Um, but this isn't, this isn't where we started. If this was like my first year teaching grapeseed, first time ever doing events, I don't know if we'd be able to pull it off or it might have gone a lot worse than uh, what we did. Um, but it was a accumulation of all of the other smaller events that we did, um, that we learned about how, the, how to plan events, um, what kind of activities will go well, um, how to talk with the students, how to get them motivated um, to follow along with the activities. Um, yeah, we we just started simple. Just have an idea, talk it out, um, and then once you get there, then you can start planning, getting everything together, um, and and try to have fun. When you do make mistakes, which you, you probably will, I made lots of mistakes, um, lots of events I'll, I'll look back on that oh, I, that wasn't good, um, but you learn from it, and then your next event that you plan is going to be so much better. Super great advice. Thank you for joining us on the podcast again today, Aaron. It's been a while. All right. Thank you. Can is it okay if I have a little request? Yeah. What what's the request? I I want to know because I I love events and I'm always looking for more events. I want to know what kind of events are out there. What are what are other schools doing? Um, and maybe if your school doesn't do an event, what kind of ideas do you have? Do you think, you know, we can ask send in some uh send in some mail some emails to mail carrier there we go good you did you did the plug for me i didn't have to do it myself <laughs> there we go any any uh, event ideas good ones or just ones that are still in there in in your brains um that you haven't actually executed yet yeah send those into mail carrier at grapeseed.com yes i'm i'm very curious what what is out there and what do you guys do I will let Aaron know uh, the ideas that you guys send in. So uh, thank you all for listening and good luck in the classroom. Everybody knows.